0: Welcome to the World Beyond the tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host James, and today we're reading page 147. Illinois, let me smell you. Bend down. Shadow bent down, and the girl sniffed his face. Okay, I don't smell booze. You can drive. Let's go. What makes you think I'm giving you a ride? Because I'm a damsel in distress, she said, and you are a knight in whatever. A really dirty car. You know someone wrote wash me on your rear windshield? Shadow got into the car and opened the passenger door. The light that goes on in cars when the front door is open did not go on in his car. No, he said, I didn't. She climbed in. It was me, she said. I rode it. While there was still enough light to see. Shadow started the car, turned on the headlights, and headed back onto the road. Left, said Sam helpfully. Shadow turned left and he drove. After several minutes, the heater started to work and blessed warmth, and blessed warmth filled the car. You haven't said anything yet, said Sam. Say something. Are you human? asked Shadow. An honest-to-goodness, born-of-man-and-woman, living, breathing human being? Sure, she said. Okay, just checking. What would you like me to say? Something to reassure me. At this point, I suddenly have that, oh shit, I'm in the wrong car with a crazy man feeling. Yeah, he said, I've had that one. What would you find reassuring? Just tell me you're not an escaped convict or a mass murderer or something. He thought for a moment. You know, I'm really not. You had to think about it, though, didn't you? Done my time. Never killed anybody. Oh. They entered a small town lit up by streetlights and blinking Christmas decorations, and shadow glanced to his right. The girl had a tangle of short, dark hair, and a face that was both attractive and, he decided, faintly mannish. Her features might have been chiseled out of rock. She was looking at him. What were you in prison for? I hurt a couple of people real bad. I got angry. And that's our page. Sam invites herself into Shadow's car for a ride, as far as he's willing to take her, after smelling Shadow to make sure he doesn't smell like booze, and off they go. There's not a whole lot to talk about on the page, but the page is indicative of why I really adore Sam. She tries to encourage Shadow to talk, and his first response is to ask her if she's a human being... Outside of a few folks working in the service industry, Shadows Contacts of the last few days have been the Zoria, Chernabog, Mr. Nancy, Mamaji, Wednesday, Laura, Sweeney, and then the Spook Show, whoever they were, and a few other characters here and there, I guess. But they're all either gods or some sort of supernatural character, so it isn't necessarily a bad question, but at the same time, this poor young woman is justifiably unsettled by him beginning with this. She then asks him to reassure her that he's not an escaped convict or a mass murderer, and he pauses for just a little bit too long because he's not an escaped convict. He was released from prison officially and legally, but at the same time, he's certainly engaged in some bits of crime, what with the bank heist in Chicago, not to mention riding the carousel in the house on the rock, you monster. Probably not the laws of men on that one, though, huh? Shadow finally responds that he served his time and never killed anyone, which seems to give Sam a bit of pause. The car's dome light doesn't come on when Shadow got in, so Shadow wasn't able to get a good look at Sam when they were getting into the car. And as they're entering the town here, and the light of the town shows a bit of her face, Shadow engages in what I think is some of his consistently worse behavior in the novel. Here he assesses Sam and deems her attractive and also slightly mannish. And this is not the last time that he's going to do something like this. I know we do this as people, and I may be just speaking for myself. And this is how people often make first impressions. Once again, I'm probably just speaking for myself. But there's at least one point in the novel where Shadow does this, and he does it in such a profoundly uncomfortable way. And I'll be pointing it out when we get there. And I don't think the future assessment that Shadow does, it's not presented in the novel as creepy or weird or bad, and I don't even think that it's necessarily intended that way, but I guess we can discuss it when we get to Lakeside. The assessment of Sam here also I don't think is... It's not... It, it's, it doesn't seem like it's a lingering glance. It's not a creepy, just uncomfortable sort of look, but just the fact that we need to point it out at all... It just it bugs me a bit, and I know we need to get a feel for what the characters look like, but we don't generally get these sorts of descriptions for the male characters in the book. At least I don't believe. I could be proven wrong later. And so my, my general feeling is that I don't think this is terribly weird, but it's a bit clunky. However, once again, cis white guy here, so my opinion is as ever open for review and reconsideration. Also, Shadow says he, at the bottom of the page, finally, Shadow says that he hurt people and got angry, and that's why he went to prison. And that's newish information, I think. Although, now that I'm thinking about it, we may have had some hint of what he was convicted for. Uh, boy, back in the prison pages. I could pause this and flip and look it up, but maybe this isn't new information. I don't know. What did I talk about on my own podcast? Email me. Remind me. You can get in touch at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com or worldbeyondpod on Twitter. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com worldbeyondpodcast. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.